Yo, what up, Street Talks there, Kim, or the thought. This thought is about self-respect. So the general gist is this. Before you expect others to respect you, you first gotta respect yourself. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is self-respect is the most robust type of self-respect. And I'm starting to realize more and more in life, ain't nobody ever going to truly respect what you do. No one's gonna respect you, who you are, and stuff like that. And as long as others, as long as you're expecting others to respect you, praise you, admire you, congratulate you, whatever, you'll always be in a fragile position. Um, and you know, this could even go to your loved ones, friends, family members, and stuff like that. And actually, I'm starting to classify an entrepreneur as somebody who's willing to have the extreme tenacity to pursue what he or she believes in uh, without needing some sort of external proof or uh, congratulations or respect and admiration. In fact, perhaps it's more robust to expect people to actively try to tear you down and so forth. So my basic thoughts. So some of my thoughts include the notion that in life, first of all, um, several, several ideas. First one is this. Don't give nobody shit and don't do unto others as you don't want others to do unto you. So don't critique or criticize in others things that you find unsavory or not nice. And similarly, but you know, if people are giving you shit, don't take shit from them, which means, you know, be stubborn and firm and steadfast in what you're doing. Don't compromise your morals, ethics, and beliefs for the sake of pleasing somebody else. Because this is the big thing. It's okay to help other people if it's going to independently help them. Like that's, that's, that's great and that's fantastic. However, so like for example, let's say I'm a, I'm a carnivore and let's say my girlfriend is a, a vegan. I will not become vegan just to make her happy that I turned into a vegan, even though I prefer being a carnivore. Similarly, in life, there are certain things where Um, there are things that you do to other people that you're helping them in order to help them fulfill their dreams. But there's some sometimes where you do things in order to have other people like what they think is best for you. And they say, oh, you know, for example, Eric, you should do X, Y, and Z. And then Eric, if you did X, Y, and Z, I'd be so happy that you did X, Y, and Z. But once again, this ain't good because often when you do this, Either A, you're not going to have your heart in it, or B, um, the issue is going to be you might compromise your, your morals and ethics when you're trying to do that. And for me, you know, your own personal ethics is something that helps you fall asleep at night. And especially as an entrepreneur, it seems the greatest innovations, whether it's social innovations or technological innovations or any kind of innovations for the matter, is essentially not to sell out. And selling out don't mean to just charge money for your service or whatever. It's whatever your core fundamental beliefs and principles are, don't waver from it. Not for the promise of millions or quadrillions or quadrillions of dollars. 
And you know, it seems that almost all the founders who sold their companies to Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg, you know, uh, for example, um, you know, co-founder of uh, Instagram, uh, WhatsApp, all those dudes. It seems like they have extreme regrets about selling their companies, even though it made them, uh, on paper, quite quite rich. And this also what I'm starting to realize too is that in life, if you want to be robustly happy, probably better to be an Evan Spiegel, you know, the CEO of uh, founder of uh, Snapchat, who refused to sell out to uh, to Facebook even when it was offered like let's say three billion dollars or something like that. And uh, even even Mark Zuckerberg is smart because I think it might have been even Yahoo offered to buy out Facebook for a billion or 10 billion or I don't even know how many billion. But then Mark Zuckerberg was like, oh, okay, it's a formality, we're not gonna sell. So it seems that when you're in a position where you're just going to sell your company, I don't know, maybe it's like you didn't really believe in the company. Like, so my basic thought is only build a company that you would actually never sell, that you'd have for the rest of your life and to me that's the ultimate skin in the game even Nassim Taleb and uh, Peter Thiel talks about this a little bit where I think a lot of internet entrepreneurs are essentially suits in disguise what they do is you know you get a fancy MBA from some Ivy League school or whatever or Stanford and their job is to repackage companies you know make them go public sell out and make a bunch of money and just keep shuffling the deck and shuffling the cards and you know selling properties onto media conglomerates on top of media conglomerates and to just condensify the the power of a few corporations in America and to me I don't know I, I just feel like this is a little bit lame and silly because I know for myself my joys in life are simple just meat sleeping well uh, sunshine having the extreme privilege of going outside and walking. I'm starting to realize this is one of my greatest joys in life. Going to the park, getting a quick pump, having a nice conversation with friends, uh, having a nice meal with Cindy, having a nice conversation with friends, and that's pretty much it. Having a chance to blog, vlog, make art, and so forth. Um, and so yeah, when you think about your life, put yourself in a position where you make yourself robust. Uh, don't do things merely to please other people. And at the end of the day, only do things to please yourself.